the spring lash shed. Is it real? Is it not real? Do you believe in it? Have you ever thought about it? Because I challenge you today to think about it. So I want to tell you all of my opinions on it and whether or not I think it's real or not. So let's get into it. Welcome to Lashy Hour. I'm Lizzie, your host, a retired cocktail waitress now running multiple businesses. My mission is to stop you from playing small and help you build the life that you've been dreaming of by teaching you everything that I've learned. Consider me the lash sister you never knew you needed. Expect lots of tea spilling and martini shaking on all of the juiciest tips, tricks, and industry secrets. Hey babe, welcome back to Lashy Hour. If you are new, hello, hi. My name is Lizzie. I am your host. Feeling rusty. I batch worked for the last few weeks and now I am live. I am back. It is such a gloomy day out today. I swear to God, it has been, we are like full swing muddy dog season. Bryn, my dog, has been bringing in so much mud. It is like having an extra hobby cleaning the house and cleaning her paws and making sure that my home is not being destroyed. But looking at the weather, it is Easter this weekend. Happy Easter. I hope you have the most amazing weekend, but it's supposed to be really nice. So I am praying that it stays that way. And looking at the weather, it is supposed to be stunning the next two weeks. I'm ready to bring out the patio furniture. I'm ready to get ready for the season, but I'm a little nervous because I feel like whenever this happens, we have like one more snowfall coming. But I think that maybe, maybe we've missed it. I know, I remember last year we had like a huge snowfall in April, but I'm hoping that we're done now. Literally looking at the weather, it's supposed to be like 10 to 15 degrees for two weeks. So, so exciting. Sending you all of the love, positive vibes, good weather. Oh, I think we need it right now. I have been recovering. If you are an avid listener and this is not your first episode, you know that I did something very exciting a couple weeks ago, which is why I batch worked and filmed and recorded a few of my podcast episodes all at once was because I had a boob job. So I am two weeks post-op since yesterday and I go for my two-week post-op appointment tomorrow. I have to drive into Toronto and then come back for clients. So I everything's been going well. Surgery was fast. They were ready and like literally early. They, the nurse that I had had said, hey, are you comfortable if we start a little bit early because we're an hour and a half before schedule? So I was like, sure, why not? My mom came up with me. She was my caregiver and she literally just took care of me, which was amazing. Like you really do need that. I had this different technique called the subfascia. So it's not under the muscle or over the muscle. They use this basically lining of your muscle that's in between those two techniques. So this is not new, but I think it's been being done for the last like five years now. Uh, the surgeon that I went to, he really only does subfascia unless you're not a good candidate for it. And they essentially like cauterize your membrane off your muscle. So I definitely had a recovery. I'm not going to tell you it was easy because it wasn't easy, but it wasn't hard at the same time. The first day you just feel like so swollen and so out of it. Like I was so tired from the anesthesia and I wasn't fearful of going in for surgery. I am someone who I totally believe that your mindset can control majority of your life. And 
I had posted a reel and it was basically just like things that I'm going through or whatever. And the last thing I had put was just like a teaser. And I had put like, should I get a, bef- a boob job before or after kids? All of my mom said after kids. And I had this one comment that was, don't do it. They're toxic. People are getting them explanted, blah, 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 blah. And all of my girlfriends, bless their hearts, messaged me and they were like, Lizzie, are you okay? Like that comment was kind of rough. Like you're going in for your surgery in a couple of days. And I'm like, you know what? I feel so confident in my decision still because I have made this decision for myself that nothing can sway how I feel. Like I'm not nervous for the surgery. I'm not nervous for the recovery. I think my biggest thing that I was nervous about was the recovery in the sense of like, I don't have a routine right now because I can't have a routine. I'm not really allowed to do much at all. So that was the biggest thing I was concerned about. But other than that, I believe that you can control most of your life with your mindset. And I think that if you're someone who is like a hypochondriac and you think you will like create all these problems that are wrong with you when you're they're not at all, you are not a good candidate for breast implants because there is something that like the community talks about with which is breast implant illness. But when I had talked to my surgeon about that, he was like, it's actually never been medically proven. Then that is a real thing. He's like, so we have no medical proof that that's real. So there really isn't a risk. But I guess if you do believe in it, there is a risk. So I went into the surgery really being like, this is going to be amazing. This is everything I wanted and more. This is going to change my confidence. It's going to change the way I feel about myself. This is something that I've wanted for so long. It's going to bring me all the amazing things. Like I just really put like the most positive best spin on it so that I couldn't go in nervous. So surgery was quick. I woke up so sleepy. So I literally slept for the day after surgery, went in for my first post-op appointment. And she was like, have you looked at them yet? And I was like, no, I'm too scared because I have done a lot of research on it. And I know they're not going to look cute for a couple of weeks because you're so swollen. Like I was so swollen that you couldn't see my collarbone for like a week. Like it's not a fun, it's not a fun recovery, but I will say, I thought that I was going to sit and do a bunch of work. I thought I was going to like prep a bunch of content for how many weeks, do all of my bookkeeping and reorganize my home. And quite truly, I sat on my ass on the couch and I watched Love Island every single day for the whole week while I recovered. And coming back to work, I definitely wish that I came back to work like 50% capacity because I came back 100% capacity and it was a lot, but I'm recovered, I'm well. I think that I have to wear my surgical bra for eight weeks minimum. I can't work out for six weeks. Like I can't even go on a walk right now. If I open the fridge door, I'm supposed to be using both hands. I'm not supposed to be vacuuming. Like really, really light housework, chores, things like that. So it is really hard because I feel like being a woman, you just know that like these things you have to do, they just have to get done. And it's been a huge adjustment, like actually asking for help and not being able to do everything. And I have this like toxic trait that if I'm not busy till 9 p.m. at night, I feel like I'm lazy And I hate that about myself. Like I'm really trying to work on like sitting down and eating dinner before 9 p.m. Because I will literally only sit down at like 9 p.m. And then I get upset because I only have like 30 minutes to an hour to watch TV. And like that is the way I unwind. So so yeah, just recovering, like I said, going for my two-week post-op. I think they take like the tape off uh, my incisions and I get like 
allowed to do different things now like technically I can sleep on my side but it is a little bit painful so I'm still sleeping on my back but yeah so glad I did it literally no regrets right now everything is going well a lot of people are asking me if I love my results I do love my results but I also am not getting emotionally attached to them because I know they're going to change so much that I don't want to get attached to them right now and know they're going to change so I obviously they're going to still like settle and drop a little bit you can still like see my scars from looking dead at me so yeah exciting so I hope everything is well with you I have been really excited to catch up fully I'm excited to like get back into the swing of things because like I said I've been just off work for a while so thank you for being here and welcome back let's get into today's episode which is all about the spring lash shed. Is it real? Is it not real? Do you believe in it? Have you ever thought about it? Because I challenge you today to think about it. So I want to tell you all of my opinions on it and whether or not I think it's real or not. So let's get into it. I personally, you know, this is the time of year that This is where all the posts come out. This is where all the lash techs are talking about it. This is where it is time to announce the lash shed is coming. Spring is coming, girls, and you are going to be shedding hair from your body and your lashes, and your lashes are going to be falling out a lot faster than usual. Are you somebody who challenges information? Because I am. I think this is why I became an entrepreneur, because if you tell me to do something, I need to know why I'm doing it, because unless I have a good reason, I probably won't do it. Like, I need to know why I'm doing something to make it make sense. So for me, when I first started my career, I totally believed that the last shed was real, because logically, when you think about it, our pets go through this phase, right? They... We start to shed our winter coats in time for the spring season because it's going to be warmer and we don't want as thick of a coat. So you would think that on the opposite side where the winter season comes in, again, our pets go through this phase where they start to gain more hair because it's time for their winter coats to come in. And you would think that we would gain more hair. Like, do we get hairier over the winter? I don't get hairier in the winter season. Do our clients grow like double the amount of lashes like no it just doesn't happen right so that was one of my biggest first red flags of like do I believe this is real my second red flag was when I was actually working full-time and in my career and in running my business I noticed that not every single one of my clients were shedding all of their lashes so then it made me think is this real or is this not real because if it was real then every single client of mine would go through an intense shed within the month leading up to spring right and that just wasn't happening so it really made me think again is this real so this is what my personal opinion on the lash shed is now you are so entitled to your own opinion you know in the lash industry that opinions are basically what the information is because I really don't believe that there has been enough research in our industry we're still like a baby industry we're still only like a decade old like 10 years maybe 15 maybe 20 at very max so we are such a new industry in the sense that things are changing all the time like I have another controversial different opinion on quotation a chemical burn on your client's eyes that is a different episode for a different day because I just lately don't think it's real also glue and adhesive 
I don't think the things that we are told are 100% real. Like there are so many things that I question in our industry. I think that we overcomplicate our jobs so much and I'm on this mission to stop overcomplicating things because like I was saying in these few weeks or month or whatever, I noticed that it wasn't every single one of my clients that were shedding an unreasonable amount. Now, if you know that your clients shed an unreasonable amount, you will notice that it's not that they lost it's not that they lost more lash extensions because that could be anything, right? A seasonal lash shed or a lash shed in general should be when there's not as many natural lashes for you to fill as usual. There should be way more baby lashes. If your client is someone who you don't really have baby lashes, then they'll just have either finer lashes or they won't have as many lashes in general because when their lashes come and grow in, they grow in fast. So that should be your first telltale sign as if your client's gone through a shot or not. So like I said, I just wasn't noticing that it was everybody. That made me question it a lot. And I think what I have decided, what my opinion is, is that every client will go through their own shedding cycle. Everybody sheds normally. And what I have realized and what I've noticed within my clients is that every single client will go through a very intense shed around the three to four fills. So for me, generally, I have my clients come in every three weeks and we'll quick math here. So if your client was coming in every three weeks, that would be every nine to 12 weeks. 12 weeks is three months. So that would really fall in line with a seasonal lash shed, four seasons in the year, every single season that rolls around, Instagram seems to say the seasonal lash shed is here. So I personally don't believe that it's a seasonal thing. What I think it is, is the average life cycle of those natural lashes. Because like I said, some of my clients are shedding a lot in a certain week, whereas my other clients, their shedding cycle comes up in a week or two. So that is what I've noticed personally in my clients. And my clients notice it too. Some people's lash cycles are a lot faster. So sometimes it happens a lot sooner because they come in every two weeks and need every two week fills. My clients who come in every three weeks, it's different for them, right? Because their lash cycle is a lot slower. You'll notice it again. Some clients come in and their lashes are so outgrown. You're like, holy crap, are you on like a serum or something? Because your lashes grow so fast. Whereas other clients come at three weeks and their lashes have barely grown and you don't even really need to remove any outgrown lashes at all. This is a huge indicator to show you that every single client is different. So that is my personal opinion on the seasonal lash shed. I don't think that it is a spring lash shed or a fall lash shed. I personally just think that that's the way that it lines up for each and every client. Like I said, like my clients even notice it themselves too. They'll have an amazing retention and then all of a sudden it will just hit like their third or their fourth fill and they're like, oh, I don't know what happened to my lashes this time, but like I am not looking hot and they come in and they're right. Like they still look hot, but their lashes have fallen out a lot more. So the fact that they even notice it as well, I think that is straight up biology and that is why I want you to question everything you do in your career. I've had a lot of girls reach out to me lately about retention. So I think I want to record an episode about retention, or I might just make a free course on retention. I really think that it is something that every lash tech should know because it is like the basis 
of your business. And I think that you shouldn't have to pay for a retention course because you should have been taught it in your first course. So if that's something you're interested in, if a free lash retention course would be really beneficial or helpful to you, please let me know. Send me some of your questions so that I can make the best possible course for you. But yeah, like there are so many things like even using my glue and my adhesive lately. Like I had someone ask me the other day about my retention and how to improve hers. And she was like, what's your hygrometer at right now? And I have been taught to look at my hygrometer. Like I have been taught to watch that thing, watch that puppy, like make sure that you are within the humidity levels and the degree levels. And lately I have not even been looking at my hygrometer. Like as long as I know my glue is performing the way that I like it to perform. I've not been worrying about it whatsoever. And even though I haven't been worrying about it, do you think my retention's changed? No. So like I said, question everything you do. Make sure that you really just put like logic based forward and like question things so that you don't get sucked into this old school way of thinking in terms of lashes. Like let's even use the fact of like, can you get your lashes wet after your lash appointment? Like if you just thought in your head, no, you cannot get your lashes wet. Please think about that because you're wrong. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the amount of adhesive we use and the amount and the speed that it dries and cures in is so fast that it does not need a full 24 hours to cure. I've literally washed clients' lashes after their appointment. Like literally I've taken off the tape and washed them immediately and their retention's been just as good and their lashes do not fall off in that moment. So again, like if you have a glue or, an, or a lash adhesive that tells you it's cure time or it's dry time is 0.5 seconds to one second and then you're telling your clients to not get their lashes wet for 24 hours, like where does that logic make sense? So I hope that this episode has inspired you to question the things that you do and question the leaders that you have in your industry as well, because things are changing, things are changing rapidly, and you want to make sure that you're on top of your game and that you are at the forefront of our industry and not trailing behind with the rest of the people that refuse to take extra courses. So Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I appreciate every single one of you. My numbers are climbing every single week. It literally means the world to me. You can find me on social media at Lash Sis Lizzie. If you think that a retention course would be beneficial to you and you have specific questions you would like me to cover, please slide into my DMs. I always love connecting with you. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss another episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share on your social media and tag me so that I can see it. Thank you so much for being here. Remember, secrets don't make friends. Enjoy your freaking weekend. I'll see you next week. Bye.